2: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Hi guys, welcome to the Tana Tokusaka podcast. I have a somewhat familiar face. Naya, how are you?
2: I'm
4: great, I'm great. How are you?
3: I'm alright. The last time you were here, I think it was about eight, was it a year ago. Close to, I think, in and around that. Almost. Yeah, we talked about like Aubameyang, we talked about the top four, you were quite optimistic. And after all of that, you know, Arsenal ended up bottling the top four. They looked quite comfortable, but, you know, at the end of the day, when you don't get what you wanted, then the decisions from Mikel Arteta, maybe like Austin Alba so many other things, you can now start to question that, even though they seemed quite comfortable to get their result. But this season has been, wow, that's what I'm going to say here. Wow. Okay. So, firstly, I would just ask. Like, what's, what's your mood? How are you feeling? How, like, are you... So, Arsenal are... I mean, it's too early to talk about a title race, right? Like, played eight games. You know what I'm saying? But, like, we've seen, like, all positives so far. By the game against United... But, I will ask you this. Are you confident that your team have what it takes to, like, challenge for the title and possibly win it? But, of like, properly challenge for the title. I'm not talking, like, till till like, I don't know, February or something, like properly challenge for the title. And of course if you challenge for the title then you have a chance of winning it, right? So do you think your team has a chance to properly challenge for the title or you are still waiting for like you're still waiting to see certain things before you can fully say confidently that okay, yeah, this team can do this. So where are you right now?
4: Um I don't think right now we're in the stage where we're challenging for the title. Okay. I feel like last season we were also ahead of ourselves. Even with going for the top four, we had we started obviously very poorly due to injuries, COVID. Like it was not a good squad balance starting in the Premier League, um, and then we found our groove towards the middle of the season, and we wrapped up all those points, and we were in the conversation. We were in We were in the top four, um, and obviously we ended um, quite poorly. Um, you know, watching the like the Amazon documentary, I feel like for me personally, it gave me a lot of insight into like what. Basically, happened at the end of the season and why it crashed in such a way. And so I feel like again this season Arsenal are outdoing their expectations. No one expected us to be top of the table. No one expected us to win eight out of our no seven out of our eight last games. Like no one expected that. Do you know what I mean? And if even as an Arsenal fan, even the most optimistic Arsenal fan, I don't think they expected us to have this start to the season. So we're just taking it game by game. Obviously we know like we're not in a position, we don't have any experience winning a Premier League title so I'm not gonna sit here after eight games and say, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, gonna
3: are get it. You you're I mean? just scared of I'm to you're just scared of jigs in it, No, <laughs> I support my I support
4: my team and I back my boys but I know that like this season that's not necessarily like if we don't win a yeah. title, it's not going to be like, oh, that's a fair one season. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I feel yes, like absolutely.
3: as of right now, we're on the right trajectory to reach the goals that we want to
4: reach the end
3: of the season, which is top four, which right? Which is to be in the top four, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I, I, I will categorize you as you're still like, you're still looking. I mean, but but there has to come a point where Arsenal are going at this pace, and you have to be like. You have to take it seriously. Like for myself as a Liverpool fan, right? Like in the last ten years, right, we've won one Premier League title. But boy, oh, boy, I've seen my team challenge closely about half of the last ten years, like at least five years. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the number of times we've been top at Christmas or even like February. You know what I'm saying? And when we finally won the league, I was at a point in my life where I felt like Liverpool were never going to do. I felt like one old man somewhere in Lagos cursed Liverpool uh, no honest, I didn't care I didn't care for like I don't care even if we're five points clear on the on the 37th yeah, I just felt like it's not going to happen right? I'm not going to say in my lifetime but then it did happen you know and and when it did happen it, I think it was against Manchester United at Christmas you know like we, we we're running away with it basically you know what I'm saying we had won like 18, 17 over 8, or 18 over 19 games you know what I'm saying we, we trounced Manchester United and, and I think at that point that's when Liverpool fans were like oh okay I think we have to win it now like we have to. So, of course, I'm not talking about winning it for Arsenal, but is there a point Arsenal will get to this way that you you have to believe that, yeah, okay, we can challenge for this?
4: Yeah, of course. Ultimately, there is a trajectory that we are going on. Like, I don't feel like we'd be buying all of these players, investing this much money into the squad, constantly like pushing the players on the importance of winning games because it is still a very young team which has been banded together with from teams, obviously Jesus and Zinchenko aside, but from teams that haven't won anything like major, do you know what I mean? So it's like, ultimately this team is being created to be able to challenge for the title, to be able to to actually win um, these bigger trophies. So it's like, it's step by step, do you know what I mean? And when the time comes, you will see what the Arsenal team will look like, and then we will be challenging.
3: That's that's what I believe the trajectory is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I feel like I feel like the way Arsenal are, certainly they are I mean, like result-wise I'll say they are overperforming in terms of expectations. Like the thing about Arsenal, I think Arsenal is a tricky one, I would say, because over the years, Arsenal have actually underperformed their potential, like in recent seasons. That was the case. And that's why of course fans have been angry, you know. You had teams with with like certain good players or not certain the most good players on the pitch. We're just not performing. Like, that. not always had a chronic case of underperformers, And I think that's why going into a season, people kind of know the, the same old, same old, you know, now fans can... Of course, there are things they complain about. There's also a lot of things they get excited about. But both the things they complain about, and both the things they're excited about, at the end of the season, everything just ends up being like a failure, right? Sorry. And now it looks like, okay, the, the good players are playing well. The, I don't know, the, the not so good players. Everyone is kind of doing okay, generally. And I, I want to believe you have like, like a very good understanding of the level this team is. And of course, I know the goal isn't to win the title now or to contend for the title. But in terms of how the team are playing, are they playing like a team that can, like at the moment? Because of course, like Arsenal will certainly go off from, right? They will, they will lose games and stuff like that. It's a long season. But at the way they are playing right now, are they playing like a team that you feel are uh, on that level?
0: Ready to pop the question?
4: No, that's why I say I, just, I say this season it's not yet because we are playing very well and one thing I would say about this team is that it continuously improves every season. Last season, I thought we were playing really well in our peak games. Yeah. And this season, I've seen us come into this season and we've played even better. Yes. And I feel like as we continue to win games and as these players continue to experience more seasons together, they improve even more. Obviously, we have some... Obviously, as our team develops, there are some things that still need to be fixed up. Like last season, I thought we were much more assured at the back, maybe. And this season, it's been we've conceded, you know, a lot of silly goals in a lot of the games that we've played. I don't feel like, um, barring the United game that there was anyone that really sort of like cut us open. Oh, actually, I and mean, Madison's goal against us at um, at home against yeah. Leicester. But those are the only two goals that I sort of feel like. Okay, yeah. We let ourselves down in that in that sense. A lot of others have been mistakes. There've been penalties, etc., etc. So those are the sort of things that you need to cut out of your game if you want to go for a title, especially if you want to compete with the likes of um, Man City and obviously Liverpool when they're at their best. Because there's very few mistakes to make if you want to win a title in this Premier League era right now. So that's why I say not yet in terms of this Arsenal team because there's still asking, um, you know, issues that we need to.
3: Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So now, this might be this this next question, right? Might be difficult, and I think I'm, I'm talking to you about this because, of course, we follow each other, and I've seen you like I don't know, like or too i I've seen you definitely bring stuff like about this onto my timeline, right? And it has to do with Thomas Party and something about like like the whole situation making it hard for fans to like kind of I don't know enjoy wins or celebrate wins or something. But so, I mean, this whole case is like I mean, someone who is like legally not guilty uh, of anything, you know what I'm saying? Like legally, no one has like Charged him or anything, or he yeah I'm saying he's like legally he's a free man like you and I right, uh yeah if we are both free well yeah I'm assuming that we are so is that like so I don't know let's say let's say you were in charge like what you think is the ideal situation from from all of like
4: honestly with the party situation it's it's just not it's something that is sort of like a heavy cloud over the team and a lot of the fan base as well because most of us I'd like to believe cannot really sit and ignore what is happening and it's also sort of feeling like this sort of pending decision that is coming in terms of whether he will be charged or not and for me personally in long term I wouldn't want him in my team I understand the quality he has now to help the squad but long term I wouldn't want him in because the does the, the I don't know, like the underlying message that it's sending around is like, you know, we're pretending it's not there but it's definitely there and at some point it's going to explode again just like when it first broke, do you know what I mean? So I can't really say how I would handle it, obviously we'd say the best decision would be to suspend the player or get rid of them or just not play them or slowly phase them out of the team, but I don't know what Arsenal... Um, Arsenal's legal team Arsenal's the board even the managers everything I don't know like how they've discussed it within themselves and as to why he's still playing and essentially you know going on as if nothing has happened
3: they I mean, were more than us but uh, made a, a rather uh, interesting uh, comment uh, after the game uh, against uh, Tottenham about uh, Pate being through it a lot and stuff like that and uh, how he's happy about that because he's been through a lot and like I saw reactions of course like of the girl who's been through a lot you know what I'm saying but I don't know if you saw that what you make of that those comments
4: I, I did see I did see that um, the comment from Arteta um, I would like to believe he didn't mean it in that way because I just feel like that doesn't really make sense as to why he, he would openly speak about it when he never has before yeah um, so I would like to believe he was talking about the injuries. The only problem is he says the stuff he's been through and the injuries, which is why people are saying in that sort of translation, it doesn't make sense that he would be talking about that. So the only he will know realistically, but I would like to say I'd hope he wasn't saying that because that doesn't really bode well, to be very
3: honest. All right. So, so of course, you talked about Manchester City. You also talked about Liverpool. Liverpool haven't had their most ideal start to a season. And I feel... Not only for us now, for any team, like, I don't think there can ever be a better time to face Liverpool, you know, any team at all. So how do you, how do you kind of see that game going?
4: I don't believe in this better time to play anyone. Ultimately, in any big game, in any big game, like, just anything can happen. That's how I see it. Like, it's, like, obviously there's, there's underlying records and there's underlying, like, um storylines that continue to happen like when Spurs come to the Emirates they normally lose when we go to Old Trafford we normally lose like there's just some things that just always happen and in recent years when Liverpool come to the Emirates it's not a good time for us
3: yeah yeah but you have to look at a Liverpool team who are who like three out of the last five seasons have been to the Champions League final a team that's finished with over 90 points in four of the last like this is in three of the last four seasons this is they, this is not just the good for bottom. This is highest, highest, highest level stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, but they're certainly not producing that right now. You you certainly have to take that into consideration.
4: What I will say is that you just don't, because I don't know what Liverpool team is going to turn up. You can say you guys was at the highest level, and that's true. Obviously, this season you guys have been very poor by your own recent standards um and we should be confident going into the game because we are coming in our good form we just beat our north London rivals we are still top of the table we are trying to find consistency and continue to win games and we want to keep our home form sharp because this season we haven't lost at home so it's like um it's important for our players to go into the game and be confident but as a fan has nothing to do with what goes on the pitch I cannot say that I'm like totally confident because I feel like there is also a psychological element against Liverpool which hasn't Mm. been fixed and unless we fix that it's all well and good playing a good football we need to score the goals we need to be clinical on that day because I know how Liverpool is it always happens the first 35 minutes Arsenal will be doing fine we'll have a couple shots on target and then right before the the half time Liverpool just come in score one nil. Then the heads drop. We come out, we try again, we're a bit more open. Liverpool cuts through two 0 I've seen the story a thousand times. So I just feel like <laughs> we should be confident. hundred percent no, it's not gonna happen this time. Anyway, but hundred <laughs> <100%, laughs> percent I feel like hundred percent Okay then
3: say confident. that then say no, no, that. As a fan, you're trying to you're trying to be I humble. I don't so like confident. that. You're trying to you're trying to play the humble
4: no, the players should be confident. The players should feel like they should be able to beat you guys 100% at home in front of the home crowd. They should feel confident that they can get a result against okay. you guys because they can. We've been playing very good football yeah. and I don't see why we shouldn't be able to match up to you guys. But again, football, if football was just like that, then the best teams would never lose. Do you know what I mean? So it's not as simple as that. There's also other things that the players need to overcome within that game and they also need to be sharp those defensive mistakes and those opportunities we've been giving opposition teams throughout the, the games this yeah. season we have to cut that out do you know what i mean so yeah, yeah as a fan i'm 50 50 but as the players i feel like they should 100 believe that yeah they can get something if
3: they believe in i they think let me see what i think let me see what i think <laughs> the truth sh- i think we're winning this game this is a comeback game this is a redemption game this is a game where Mosala and Jota they get their regular customers. They do what they know how to do best. Demolish the Arsenal, and we can kick our season uh, on from here. That's what I think. Yeah, take it to the bank. Yeah, that's that. I okay. actually, yeah. yeah.
4: I don't know if, like, I feel like you guys' problem is beyond the Arsenal game. Like, what happened to Man United, they beat us and they thought they were back and then they got humbled by Man So, it's like, beating Arsenal is not the be-all and end-all. I still feel like, even if you guys beat us, there's a lot of other teams. The way that Brighton came to Anfield and were running around like it was a playground in those first oh. few minutes was mad. So, oh, I feel you, like well. beating us doesn't necessarily...
3: Yeah, I, yeah, 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 hundred percent. Like Liverpool, Liverpool have had clear. First of all, the defenders. Like you look at such reliable figures like Virgil, you know, especially Virgil, because Virgil is a player who was such a, uh, I don't know, was such an assurance at the back for Liverpool. You know, so even irrespective of a lot of other performances from the back, from from back top, Virgil is like, you know what I'm saying. You also look at someone like Mo Salah. Mo hasn't had a poor season. You know what I'm saying. He's had about, I don't know. Nine goals and assist in 10 games or competitions. But you hear a lot, just but that's basically of his standards. You know, he's probably going to finish like second or third in the Ballon de You know what I'm saying? He's a player who has won three over five golden boot. So we expect we expect Moussala to be like neck and neck with Erling Haaland, and he's like far off that. But the thing is, even when a lot of things are like not going well for Liverpool, you saw those players like Mo Salah and of course Virgil and stuff, players who like based on individual quality, like kind of rescue the results for us, but they're not quite playing at that level, and that's the thing. But Arsenal does have a good chance because the way Liverpool have defended, you know, those those extra efforts, those extra man runs, you know, these things seem very basic and cliche sometimes, but effort really matters. There's a lot of goals we've considered this season where I'm looking. If Trent put the extra yard here, you put the man under pressure, it's just a lot of strolling Fabinho your Henderson, you know. It team can kind of really kick on. Confidence, of course, is like a big thing. I will, I, will, I will ask you now to go for your combined XI. I won't say anything. Of course, my face might uh, say some things depending on how... Uh, I don't know how much I agree or how ridiculous it sounds. So, yeah, go for it. What's the combined XR? Uh, Liverpool, X, Liverpool, Arsenal. Sorry, Arsenal, Liverpool. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, let's go, oh, let's go.
4: Oh, my gosh. I hate doing combined levels. I think they're so pointless, personally, because in <laughs> the end, that team is never going to exist. And in the end, whatever happens in the uh, game is what happens. But if we must...
3: Yes, we must. we must... Yes, we must. Um...
4: I love Ramsdale. Everyone knows. If you follow me on Twitter. I love Ramsdale. He's my favourite. One of my favourite Arsenal players. Um, but I'll have to put Alison in goal. Just simply. <laughs> I've seen that, like, obviously he has saved you guys a lot. And I actually am also, as a neutral, I'm quite fond of Alison. I think he's like... Um,
3: the best. Yeah, I the word, yeah.
4: A good person. I, I like him. <laughs> um, where are we going? Right back. Obviously, right now we've had Ben White playing at right back, and personally for me, I'm keeping him there. You guys will probably take Trent. That's fine, but I'm what I've seen from Benjamin this season in my team has been enough. Just
0: on on you know, first I'm name basis now. <laughs>
4: I'm gonna leave him oh, there. Okay, one Trent. That's fine. Trent is also a very quality. Um, is a very quality right back, but for mm-hmm. my, I'm gonna pick Ben White. Um next to him, obviously I'm gonna have to go with Saliba because he's coming to this Arsenal team at this very young age of twenty-one and he's literally been like even the uncle he's calling a Leicester, I didn't even I was always stressed about it because after that he was spotless again. So yeah, Saliba. Um Obviously, I'm going to have to go with Van Dyke only because Gabriel, Gabriel has been good this season, really good. But some of his mistakes and moments are Yeah, he's like, still shaking. see on Arsenal's Twitter, like, it's been quite a debate recently in terms of like his quality. I personally think he's still a very quality player. I just feel like in some moments, he does allow like, the pressure to get to him, which can be a little bit... You know concerning in tight in when the game is in a uh, tight margin or fine margin and you can't afford to have mistakes and that happens it was yeah. not on the team but he's still a good player He scored a lot of goals for us um, and stuff like that so I'm not gonna like bash him too much but I wouldn't put him in this combined level at this moment in time. Um, left back, it's funny because Arsenal our left back is not really a left back. Like Zichenko and team are just switching in and out and for me personally I don't even view like that position as like a major thing. Like once upon a time I used to be so focused on our full backs because it was there was a severe lack of quality. But nowadays I don't really look at it and I don't know. For me left back I'm not really too fast who goes there, like could put either, probably she want Robertson to go. there. I don't know how his season has been, I have not watched a lot of games, obviously in my team, I probably just put Sincenco there personally, but yeah, in the middle, obviously Granit Xhaka has to go in, sorry, but this guy has been moving mad this season, literally, this is his, I feel like this is his, okay, it's leading to be one of his best seasons out of all, obviously the only eight games, but He's been really good um, in the system that we play. It works for us. Um, I feel like he's not being asked to do so much defensively. And so his his weaknesses are not being exposed. He's not being asked to run back. He's not being asked to shield in the penalty box. He's not asked to be like the last man where he we know he doesn't have the pace, doesn't have the agility to, to turn and run and cut out and pass, something like that he's being asked to be more further forward and play those passes which he can do and now also score goals, get assists, etc, etc, which it seems like in our team is where he's most comfortable. So, I'm just going to program granite. There.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, I don't know what you guys' is midfield, I don't even know what Liverpool's midfield has been this season.
3: Yeah, Maybe. but there's still a player that, like, honestly, I'll react very, uh, I don't know, if, if I don't hear your put but let's, come on.
4: Ooh, go. No, Thiago. Oh. I mean Thiago can go in. I don't know, like he would go in and set up who Odegaard. Odegaard hasn't Odegaard has not has had a quiet start. he started well. Obviously he had his goals against the Bournemouth and stuff, but he has been, you know, sort of quiet in the last two games. He wasn't really around in a lot of the Barbie in line. He was like just drifting. I didn't see too much of him. So if you want Thiago in there, that's fine. Um, of course, Thiago has
3: to go. Thiago different class.
4: Again, I don't really, I don't really watch Liverpool games, so I, I wouldn't know. But if you're saying that, I'm not really going to argue.
3: Yeah, yeah, um, that would be my only input in this team. Yeah, Thiago has to go in. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
4: that's fine. Um, so Jack and Thiago, and personally, I would just, you know, I would put Partey in there just because I know his partnership with. Jaka is good. I'll leave it there.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> on the left wing. Oh, silence? Okay, okay. On the on the left wing. Okay, okay. Um, oh, basically, yeah, Louis. I mean, Diaz versus Martinelli. Basically. Yeah. So Martinelli's has had also a very very
4: good start to the season. Um, he just causes everybody trouble like he's like in the out of our front three I look to him most to, to like cause problems and I look to stack most to sort of like create something in terms of like bring it bringing the ball into the box he's also been taking a lot of our set pieces etc but Martinelli causes havoc on that left wing and so I would personally go on the right wing Obviously Bukayo, Saka or who's on your right Obviously Versaga, no, okay. That's a bit <laughs> That's a bit mm. um Again, I love Bukayo. I, my Arsenal bias is quite... I've actually put a lot of it aside. This is why I hate Combined Eleven, so it doesn't even seem
3: to what is the point of this. Is, this, is this putting a lot of it aside? Okay.
4: Yeah, my Arsenal bias is having to be put aside because I love Bukayo and I, I really yes. don't see why he shouldn't be in the team. I don't really see why not. Um, but obviously, Mo Salah is Mo Salah. So we'll just put him in there and just leave it at that and I have oh, a- she's,
3: she's more so than I was just I more just yeah saying, I'm just right. going to bring him in because he's what he is and yeah. obviously I have to go grab him
4: I'm so sorry Bobby and Firmino
3: is having about- a bang out of his season though by the way he's yeah. having a very good season by the way Bobby Firmino he's and got he's the same goals and as, as Jesus in, in, in the way less minute but yeah yeah, I'm fine with that as well I'm fine with that as well yeah
4: I'm sorry he's using spot to do be- Hazes has got today. It's not. That's probably the easiest decision of the whole of the whole combined level. He was going to get it. Now that one, I would have argued to that Kingdom come because he's been a literal revelation to our squad. Um, eight goals and assists. No, is it nine goals and assists after the last game? So he's been fantastic, and, and he's doing everything a centre forward should do and more. Um, he's bringing a confidence inside. He is. Um, yeah, he's he's elevating our team a lot, which is more than what I expected when we signed him. Personally, I know everyone had their reservations because they were judging him off what he did at City, but he just which is started. very fantastic. No, which... By
3: the way, I don't know how I don't know how that was kind of spun into something else. But... Yeah,
4: it was made into like why wasn't he Aguero? But he was. I don't know. At the end of the day, he works for my team, and that's all I can vouch for. I mean, he's doing one. Long way to continue, so that's where he's gonna go
3: the next question i'm about to ask you because I've, I've spoken to you now on this show two times and i kind of feel like it's something you do not want to do i might be wrong
4: i want to ask you about your, your, your scoreline uh, no your score line yeah, prediction know, no,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh know. okay so there's, there's some kind of chemistry here right? you, you know what i want to do and i know what you're gonna do okay okay so cool. i have to go for i'm sorry your scoreline prediction
4: In my heart, I'm just gonna say a very, 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 very dramatic two-one win to Arsenal. And when I say dramatic, I mean that we scored the lot, the, the second goal in like the 88th or something like that.
3: Okay, she's basically saying what will give her the most joy. Uh,
0: yeah, I
4: want, That's what I want. I want Liverpool heartbreak. I want you guys to think you've got it, and then you, we snatch it at the last minute and we go over the three points. That's what I want personally. Because, like I said, I'm tired of the storyline that happens every time. This is wickedness. Like it's, it's very boring.
3: This, like this, is beyond, this is beyond just wanting your team to win. This is wickedness. Like no, You're targeting because, you're targeting the core emotion of Liverpool fans. Yeah, and you're I like, am, I want it to be uh, ripped 100%, out.
4: Because oh, I know when, when, it's, when, it's a, when it's 4-0 of Liverpool, I know you guys don't give a heck about Arsenal fans, how we're feeling. So, I want it to be... But,
3: but oh, you guys don't you give a heck to i
4: feeling it in your chest
3: Yeah I, I, I tell you what To be fair You guys don't give a heck to Like I know how Arsenal fans Okay A lot of Arsenal fans Always deceive themselves And get gas before uh, Okay those ones Like it's a seasonal affair Before Liverpool game They're always like Oh this that that They get wiped But many Arsenal fans Actually go into that game As a real expert. Like it, it doesn't actually hurt Honestly You know that It
4: hurts. It does Maybe you can have the expectation that oh, we're not going to win in this game or it's, it's likely that Liverpool win. But it's still not... No one wants to sit down and watch their team because it sees back four goals. No one wants to watch that. Whether you expect it or not, it's not nice to watch. So, mm. please. Yeah. I'm going for 2-1 to Arsenal. That's my score prediction. So. Goal scorers? I would say Jesus and Martinelli.
3: Fair enough. I, I thought I thought you liked me to be honest. I can't believe that you just wished me pain and stuff like that. Like yes. it's cool saying it's cool saying that Arsenal win and stuff like that. Cool, but that that it no, was I too precise. It, it was too I precise. Have, listen, I have a lot of PTSD about this game. It's not it's not it's not not enjoying it. Not
4: not I do not often enjoy
3: Arsenal. So, so you prefer this to like a 4 0?
4: What a 2 1?
3: Yeah, the diamond oh, in this scenario, a I think.
4: Yeah, but you asked me for the score, do I think we're going to...
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know, I know. If but I'm just it. asking.
4: The thing is, it depends the type of 4-0. If it's 4-0 and you guys play trash, then I know that everyone's going to make an excuse and they like, oh, Liverpool, we just not on it. So, no, yeah. I would like it to be that we were just a better team, like, we were just better than you. And that's why we wanted the game. That's it. <laughs> So
0: hopefully that's what happens.
4: <laughs> hopefully that's what
3: happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you think you think you think Liverpool fans don't pray?
4: Everybody prays, but ultimately, <laughs>
3: what will be? Ultimately, you're the prayer warrior.
4: No, what well, will be will be. We all pray. Arsenal fans pray too. You think we didn't pray before May night? What happened? What happened. So you know sometimes you just have to leave it to where it's gonna be whatever it's
3: gonna be that's it really yeah thank you very much this was this was absolute class honestly thanks for coming on and uh when we win i'm gonna just throw you on twitter as you join i won't be there because i have a
4: life outside of twitter so if we lose deuces you won't see me my people see me but you you will not see me
3: I'm just talking. trying to. Okay, okay. I see what yeah, you're doing no, no. now. So I don't have I have a life. I don't have a life outside of Twitter. Right? That's what you're saying. Okay.
4: okay. Yeah. but yeah. it's a good game. Hopefully, we get three points and the boys can put this Arsenal awesome, not good against the top six to rest. Because I feel like even if we just beat you guys, that is a huge like statement in that regard. You know I
3: mean. Yeah, that's something. Hundred percent. That's something. That's something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It was lovely having you. Uh thank you so much. No worries, it was kind of the time. Being number one, Tana Tok.